0: Hey, friend, you are listening to the Sparrow Parents Podcast, where parents can be resourced for ministry in their homes. I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. Stay tuned. Well, this month we are talking all about food. Now, I don't know about you, but I really love food, like a lot. And as I was thinking about the topics we're going to cover this month, it occurred to me that it might not be as obvious how food and planning our menus and prepping kids' lunches and all of that really ties in with ministry in our homes. Because, of course, that's what we're all about in the Sparrow Parents podcast, resourcing and supporting parents for ministry in their homes. So each week, I'm going to start by specifically explaining how today's topic – really does resource us for ministry to our kids and our spouses, because everything we do and say within the walls of the kitchen leaves a lasting impact on our families, for good or for worse. So as we develop the systems we need to make healthy eating choices for ourselves and for our kids, we can truly press into who we are in Christ and who God is calling us to be. Let's get started. Today, I'm going to share with you my system for packing my kids' lunches on a weekly basis. Now, one of the things that is really important to me as a parent, and I'm sure you probably feel the same way, is to help my kids become responsible and independent. And that's actually the first goal behind many of the systems we use in our home. I consider myself to be a lazy parent, and that's actually something that I think is really good. Now that my youngest is nearly three years old, all of my kids can do a lot for themselves. And I think that's a really healthy step in parenting. Because what we teach our kids to do when they're young will build a foundation for who they will be when they're older. Proverbs twenty-two six says, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they're old, they will not turn from it. So if you want your boys to be gentlemen and your girls to be ladies, You train them, right? You train them to hold the door, to not interrupt, to keep their skirts down. If you want your kids to have table manners, you consistently discipline them when they burp at the table or when they use their fingers to drink their soup. Oh my word, my kids do this all the time. Start children off on the way they should go. And as parents, we get the incredible responsibility to raise these little ones and to set them on the right path. Now, you might think that I'm getting a little too theological here. (laughs) I mean, we're just talking about packing lunches, right? But think about it this way. When I pack my kids' lunches every day, they have one less responsibility in their life, and I have one more responsibility in mine. Now, for them, every meal, assuming that you make their breakfast, is prepared for them. They don't see any part in preparing a meal, except to request, or in some case demand, what they want to eat. When I scramble in the morning to get everyone's lunches packed, I'm showing my kids that mornings are rushed, that that's just the reality, and I'm teaching them to wait until the last minute to do things. Now, I'm not saying that we never rush in the mornings. Um, It's actually quite the opposite. But I am saying that our kids notice everything, and they're going to follow what we do more than what we tell them. So when they, they wait until the last minute to get changed for church, can I really blame them if I do the same thing? Following my system for packing lunches is not going to ensure that you're starting your children off in the way they should go, okay? It's not the end-all be-all. Is that the expression? It's not going to keep your mornings from being rushed. And it won't make sure that your kids never forget their lunch boxes. But what it will do is it will take the pressure off of the parent to make lunches every morning. And it will give the kids in your home some responsibility and some ownership over this part of their day. And over time, honestly, it will likely help your kids to be more accepting of whatever is prepared in their lunches because they get some choice in what they pack. So, without further ado, let's jump in. I have five steps for you today on packing lunches once per week. But before we get into the steps, let me explain what my system looks like on a day-to-day basis. I prepare my kids' lunches for the entire week all at once. My kids then pack their lunch every day which actually saves us a lot of money. I hadn't done the math before today, but we're saving about $6 per child per week when you figure in the cost of a school lunch minus the ingredients I use to make their lunches. So my youngest still goes to daycare where I have to pack his lunch anyways, but once he's in school in just a couple years, I'm going to be saving my family $20.55 per week, per week! That's over $1,000 a year. This is insane. But I digress. What I, I was telling you about what I do for lunches, and I totally haven't even started yet. Where was I? Sorry. <laughs> okay, I prepare my kids' lunches for the entire week all at once. When I do this, I put each item into a basket that fits in my fridge. Then, each day, um, one of my kids' chores is to pack their lunch. They get to choose one item out of each basket that I have prepared for them, and then they're good to go. So they have to choose one item from every basket, and it's only one from each basket because I count them out and make sure that I have the right number of things for the entire week for all of my kids. But then they're good to go. The system allows me to have a hand in what they're packing for lunch, but at the same time, it gives my kids some control over what's in their lunch boxes because they get to choose from each basket what they're going to have. Okay, so now let's get into the steps. So step number one is going to be shop for the lunches. So hopefully you'll be able to just Wrap this into your normal grocery shopping trip each week or however often you do your grocery shopping. Um, we do it every week, and I just make sure that these certain things are on my grocery list. So the way that we do lunches, um, our kids get one fruit, one veggie, and one main course. And the main course is usually a sandwich, and it's usually peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and honey. So this is, I'm just going to kind of tell you my shopping list for our kids' lunches. And remember, this is for three kids to each have a sandwich, a um, vegetable, and a fruit um, for five days in the week. So for me to be able to do that, I need to buy two loaves of bread, uh, pretty much a jar of peanut butter. Um, I don't use a whole jar, but I use a lot of the jar. Um, I need to make sure I have either jelly or honey or both on hand. Um, I need vegetables and fruits, and I'll talk about those in a minute. Um, and then I also need Ziploc bags. I need snack-sized Ziploc bags, and I need sandwich-sized Ziploc bags. Okay, so the vegetables. You, When you're just starting out with this system, you're going to want to make sure that you're using vegetables that your kids will eat. Okay, so think of all the vegetables that your kids will eat, Um, it's okay if that list is short, (laughs) right? Um, because that is how it is in many of our homes, um, that our kids just don't want vegetables. But whatever your kids will eat, you want to start out with those. Um, frozen vegetables also work really well. They don't have to be fresh. Um, and we'll talk about, like, how to prepare them best for the Mm -hmm. week's Mm -hmm. lunches, but, um, right now uh, just kind of think through what do my kids like um, what vegetables do my kids like now Eventually you're going to be able to start to prepare a variety of veggies for your kids and hopefully they will um, start to be more accepting of these veggies. Same with the fruits and same with the sandwiches or whatever it is that you're going to pack because they're going to feel like they have a hand in their lunches when they get to choose something out of that basket. Right. So even, you know, they're going to see that you sliced up peppers this week, but they're also going to see the cucumbers that they love or whatever it may be. Um, And they're going to choose the cucumbers until the cucumbers are gone. But they have seen the peppers in there every single day. And then by the end of the week, when they all they have left to choose is peppers, then they'll choose those peppers and they may not be very happy about it. But that's what it's what it's going to be, right? Like that is all that is left. And they knew that that was coming. The other option you have um, is to get little plastic containers. Um, they make these and they they sell them around where you would find the ziploc bags. Um, they have little plastic cups that come with lids. And I think that they're really made for dips. Um, You're going to want to get some of those and just have them on hand depending on what, especially what fruits you're deciding to use. Um, But... Those could be useful in sending some dip, like some ranch, just a little, a little squirt of ranch to go in the Ziploc bag with whatever veggie you are introducing for the first time. So if your kids love to dip things, then that could really help them. Okay, but this isn't about getting your kids to eat vegetables. <laughs> but I do know that you know if if you're wanting to follow this system and you like the idea of adding in veggies, uh, more vegetables into your kids' diets. Um, then this could really be um, helpful—a uh, helpful system in in moving that forward. So whatever vegetables um, you think your child will eat, now my grocery list usually includes um, a variety of vegetables. I try to have two to three different types of vegetables, different choices of vegetables for the week, um, so that they're seeing their choices throughout the week, like I just talked about. Um I like to get peppers for my kids that's like their favorite veggie to take Um, to school with them. They especially like the red, orange, and yellow ones over the green ones. I'm talking about bell peppers, not the spicy peppers. Um, So I always grab some peppers. Sometimes I grab a cucumber, and when you slice up a cucumber, it's actually going to go a lot further than you might think it will. So just get one, and you should be fine. I also like to get um, snap peas or snow peas that come in a baggie. Um, I like to get fresh green beans. Those are really good. Um, the baby carrots, um, are great to get cause there's hardly any prep work when we get to that step of the, of prepping the fruits and the veggies, um, which will be next. Um I also will sometimes do frozen veggies, like I said, um, and those can go straight into a baggie and they're pretty good um, for the week. So uh, believe it or not. So like frozen mixed veggies especially um, work well um, in the in the sandwich or yeah, the snack sized Ziploc bags. Um, So the other item on my grocery list is the fruits, which I did mention. Um, You're going to need to buy more fruit than veggies because the veggies will get sliced up, but not all fruit will be sliced up. So you may send a whole apple with your child because if you slice up apples ahead of time in the week, then they're going to turn brown. I suppose you could probably like put a little lemon juice in the bag with them. I've never tried that because my kids will eat a whole apple um, and just bite right into it. There are other options I've seen on Pinterest. People um, will slice the apples and then put a rubber band around it to keep it all together. I really don't know how well that works because I've never tried it. I've never needed to. My kids will just eat a whole apple. So anyhow, Um, If you're going to do apples, I'd get a bag of apples, especially if you have more than one kid. Um, Cuties are really great to just send. Um, Oranges would be sliced up probably. Um, Pears are great. Plums. Grapes are awesome. Um, Things like that. Again, you want to choose fruits that your kids are familiar with, especially if you're just starting this Process. The other option you would have for fruits is to get like a jar of applesauce or to go into the prepared foods section and get the little already individual cups of applesauce or of like peaches or pineapple or whatever. Um, they make those in little individual cups. You could also choose to do canned fruits. Um, if that works better for you, but then you'd, you would want to buy the little cups that I talked about that come with the lids to put them in if you're, if you're buying them in the whole can um, because putting them in a little baggie is going to be just too hard for your kids to eat, eat canned fruit out of a bag. Um, So that's your shopping list. That's step one is shop for the lunches. Okay, so make sure you have everything before you even start the process. That's really important. Step two is to prep your fruits and your veggies. So what I do to start this off is I clear off an entire counter, okay? Move all the clutter off of the counter. I will even spray it down with a disinfectant spray and wipe it off and everything just so I have a a totally clean space to work with to start off in. So after I, I have my space ready, because you really are going to need a lot of space for this step okay? Um, you're going to want to pull out your cutting board and get a good knife out um, and pull out all of your all of your vegetables. I start with vegetables um, because they're kind of the hardest, I guess. <laughs> um, that, that's really the biggest step. So when you have the most energy, that's when, you know, at the beginning, that's when you want to uh, get the biggest step out of the way. So I will, I'll start there, prepping your vegetables, and then we'll move on to fruits, which is still part of step two okay so prepping your vegetables you're going to want to take out all of the vegetables that you bought now I recommend taking out all fresh vegetables that you bought for the entire week in your entire grocery shopping trip not just the ones that you bought specifically for lunches and I'll get to that in a minute you're going to want to rinse them all off wash them however you wash your veggies um, and then start slicing them up Okay, so uh, slice up all of your vegetables, and then, okay, this is the key, especially to um, packing the lunches, but even to making sure that you're using your fresh vegetables throughout the week, okay? This piece is key. You're going to want to lay out um, a paper towel. I usually double up a paper towel on my counter, um, and you're going to want to put those sliced veggies out on the paper towel and let them air dry. Okay. This is why this is so important. If you put a moist um, pepper, sliced pepper in a Ziploc baggie, it is going to be slimy and gross by the end of the week. Same thing if you put that moist, sliced pepper in Tupperware. It is going to be slimy and gross by the end of the week. Same thing with cucumbers. Same thing with carrots. You've probably noticed this about your baby carrots. If you will just, like, open the bag of baby carrots and eat one or two, you know, and then you just kind of twist the top closed and you stick it back in the fridge, by the end of the week, those get slimy and gross. Um, so the key that I have found to keeping, um, fresh veggies fresh longer is to let them dry. Don't put them back into any kind of container while they are moist. So I find this is especially true with cucumbers, um, and, and peppers especially too. Um, so you're going to want to lay those all out. Now, One of the perks to doing this is when your kids get home from school, those veggies are going to be laying out. And my kids just know that vegetables are always up for grabs. Um, And so they'll just kind of like munch on these veggies if they're hungry before dinner. It's pretty cool to see this happen. And it's like, wow, look at all of these veggies. And, you know, it's just kind of exciting. They get to see all of the colors of everything. Um, okay, the other step in prepping your veggies. So, so for example, our peppers, I will slice up and, um, and lay them out on the paper towel, right? Like you've got to take all the seeds out of the middle and all of that too and rinse them. Get the sticker off. There's usually a sticker on there. Um, cucumbers, I, I don't peel our cucumbers. You may decide to do that. Um, and then slice them up, get them on that paper towel to dry out. Um, Baby carrots, just kind of dump them right onto the paper towel. That's awesome. It's good to go. Um, Snow peas or snap peas, um, you may want to rinse those off. I don't cut the the ends off of those because my kids will eat them, Um, but fresh green beans, I take scissors and I snip the ends of the fresh green beans, and then I rinse them off and I lay them on the paper towel. So I think that's all of the veggies that I mentioned earlier, at least, and you may have different veggies that you're going to be preparing, and you may have to kind of experiment and see what works and what doesn't, and that's totally okay. Um, Trial and error, is awesome with this kind of thing and your kids will tell you oh these are slimy and gross i'm not going to eat them okay thank you for letting me know (laughs) um your fruits preparing your fruits is really easy okay because like i said um if your kids have an apple um they're just going to get that whole apple at least in my house that's that's how we do it um the cuties i just put cuties out in there um and so there's not as much to prep now if you bought a jar of applesauce and you got those little plastic containers with the lids you're going to want to divvy those out Um, if you if you got like the prepared things then easy peasy right you're just going to be putting those in the basket when we get when we get to that step Um, so if there are any fruits you want to slice up go ahead and slice them Um, the only fruit that I slice, um, is full-sized oranges because I can feed two to three of my kids at a time with one orange. Uh, but usually we'll just get the cuties. So there's no prep work for me with fruits. I, because of that, Um, I don't really lay fruits out to dry at all, Um, so if you're going to slice some fruits you're going to have to see what works and what doesn't in terms of packaging them for the whole week. Um, We're going to take a little break, that's steps one and two, I have three more steps for us today, Um, but before we do that I want to talk to you just for a minute about our recipe episode coming up. Um, Once a month, I try to do a whole meal for the whole family episode, which is when I talk you through a recipe um, that I have found and used for my family. Um, And then I also talk you through, like while it's in the oven or, or while it's on the stove, I will also talk you through preparing the space for your whole family to have some really good family time at dinner time that night hey if you plan to cook with me on friday november 8th make sure you visit my website which is sparrowkidsministries.com to see the list of ingredients that you will need that day we'll be making tater tot casserole which is a family favorite in our house that I adapted from allrecipes.com. Now, because it's been so heavily adapted, I haven't been able to find an adequate link to this recipe. So I will be sharing the recipe in a blog post soon. The episode will be posted at 6 a.m. on November 8th, so you'll be able to tune in at whatever time that works for you. I can't wait to be together again and prepare a whole meal for the whole family. All right, so we have shopped for our lunches, we have prepped our fruits Mm -hmm. and veggies, we have our vegetables laying out to dry, (laughs) and now it's time to prep our main courses. Now I am going to walk you through how to how I prepare the main courses, which, as I said before, are mainly just um, sandwiches. So I will prep sandwiches for the whole week for all three of my kids. um, And then um, the other option that I often will take advantage of is like if we have pizza delivered and there are leftovers of pizza, I'll wrap the pizza in foil and I'll throw that into the basket too for another choice. Um, or leftovers of things like, I mean, I'm thinking of our menu often includes corn dog casserole. That's something that the kids can um, eat easily at school or things like that whatever you make that um that you would have left over that the kids would enjoy um a second time mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so quesadillas work well things like that but i'm specifically going to talk you through prepping um sandwiches so what i do is i count out how many um slices of bread i need to make 3 sandwiches per day. So I make three sandwiches for five days. Um, three sandwiches with two loaves of bread is six slices of, or not loaves <laughs> slices. Three. Okay. Sorry. Three sandwiches would be six slices of bread per day for five days. So I'm pulling out 30 slices of bread. And what I do is I lay them out on that prepared mm-hmm. counter and I, um, I, I lay each one out individually side by side, okay, so that I'm, I'm seeing the face of <laughs> each slice of bread, if that makes sense. Um, and then what I do is I take my peanut butter. Now, this is key. If you're going to send peanut butter sandwiches with your kids, this is absolutely key. You need to peanut butter both sides of the sandwich, both slices of bread is what I mean by that, okay? So make sure you put peanut butter on every single slice of bread. That's what I'm saying. Now, putting the peanut butter on every single slice of bread Prevents the jelly or the honey or whatever it is that you're putting in maybe you're gonna do like peanut butter fluff I don't know what that would do to bread Um, or like Nutella again. I don't know what that would do to bread Um, But when I do jelly and honey um, I cannot put that directly on the bread or the bread just kind of soaks it up and makes it it makes it soggy and kind of gross Like I wouldn't eat it. So I'm not gonna give it to my kids, right? So I peanut butter every single slice of bread Um, and I just can kind of do that really quickly I I get a huge glop of peanut butter on my knife and I just go to town right Um, so get that peanut butter on every single slice of bread and then what I do is I pull out the jelly and I pull out the honey and sometimes if I'm feeling really ambitious I pull out two different types of jelly I might do grape jelly and strawberry jelly and honey that is like an exciting week for my kids (laughs) lunches i don't feel like lunches have to be very exciting right like it's to get you through the rest of the day um so i do i will do half with jelly and half with honey and that just kind of gives my kids a little bit of variety even though it they're all sandwiches you know there's something different there um i have thought about Like it would be so nice if I could do um, peanut butter and banana, but obviously the bananas are not going to last even like through the night. (laughs) I don't think I would eat a pre prepared peanut butter and banana sandwich. I have done grilled cheese sandwiches before, Um, they are just going to be eating them cold, um, but. You know, my kids like it, um, and, and they will eat that, so you, that's another option you can do. But I will put the honey or the jelly on just one slice of bread per sandwich, and then I close up each of the sandwiches. As I close them up, I'm going to put them into sandwich-sized backs. And that is it for the main course. I mean, I really keep the main course very, very simple for my kids. Um, I do, like I said, try to keep some variety in there. Um, If I know that we're going to be ordering pizza, I still make the same number of sandwiches. So what that does is that ensures that I'm going to have enough, regardless of whether or not we have any leftovers um, on Pizza night, or or whatever whatever night that you think that this meal would go far for lunches. Um, I will always make thirty sandwiches. I make thirty sandwiches a week for my kids. Um, not saying that's you know the right way to do it, but that gives me the peace of mind that even if I don't have the time or the energy or the presence of mind to pack up the leftovers after a meal, my kids will have lunch options in the morning, right? Um, So that is step three to prep your main courses. Now you may want to get more involved. Like I said, making grilled cheeses is a great option. Maybe you don't mind sending Tupperware. Um, One of my things with packing lunches, my kids do have they each have their own lunch box um but one of my things about packing lunches is i don't really want any um Containers to come back home because what happens, especially over the weekend, is they just sit in the lunch boxes and they get all grody and grimy, and then I don't even want to open them to wash them. So, the only container that I send every day with my kids in their lunch boxes, besides their lunch boxes, is a um, water bottle type thing with no straw that I put their milk in um, for the ones who are going to. School um, not to daycare just because the daycare provides milk um, and so that they know that they are supposed to Unpack that and put it in the sink or the dishwasher um, When they get home, they don't do that yet. I don't know why they won't follow this rule But that is the rule anyways. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm gonna reel it back in um, That is that is the preparation of the main courses Um I would roll in the milk into that so um, each of my kids has three of these water bottle type of containers um, they're kind of small they're not like full-sized water bottles um, and they do not have straws that's big in our house because I have found that the that plastic straws when used with milk will often get really gross really fast so I just kind of said nope no more straws in milk no more reusable straws I should say in milk um, we're just going to do water bottle type things that you open up the lid and you drink from it. Um, and so I have three for each kid, um, which gets us most of the way through the week, and enough so that I have time to wash them and refill them. And then I'll I'll just fill those up with milk, um, and I put them on a shelf in the fridge. Um, and so now you should have all of the ingredients, all of all of that kind of stuff, prepped um, and ready to go into the baskets. So step number four is to organize everything into these baskets. Now you want to use baskets or um, containers, Tupperware, um, something that fits obviously on a shelf in your fridge. Um, If like me you have three kids (laughs) and you're doing three different items in each lunch every day, um, then you probably are going to have to dedicate an entire shelf of your fridge to lunch items. Um, And so you've got to make that decision, like, are you okay with doing that? Um, So I have three different baskets and then the milk goes on a shelf. Um, So I'm going to take one of those baskets and I'm going to put all of the sandwiches into a basket. Um, My baskets are the little crate type ones um, that come in different colors. They often put them out like on display around the time that college kids are going back to school, but they always have them um, in stock. Uh, Well, I mean, they they keep them on the shelves throughout the year is what I'm trying to say. Um, They're just in the office supply section if it's not around the time that college kids are going back to school. That's what I use. Um, I have seen a lot of... Um, those plastic see-through containers, um, that look really pretty and it looks like you, you know, have your life together. I don't know. <laughs> and, um, I've, I've seen those like on Pinterest for this purpose. Uh, they, those look really nice cause they, are nice and big and they slide right into the fridge and some of them have little sections in them. Whatever you decide to use as long as it fits in your fridge and it's going to fit all of your food. Now the little crate that I described um, with my sandwiches for the week, I need to make sure that there's no air in those sandwich bags, the Ziploc bags, because that will actually take up more space in the baskets. I need them to be really snugly together in order to fit them all in. Um, And then usually if I just um, leave three sandwiches out for one night, um, then the kids can pack those ones in the morning, um, and then everything pretty much fits into that basket for the sandwiches. The next one, of course, is the fruits. Um, So you have those all prepped and ready to go. You need to count them out um, and just make sure you have your variety. So like say you're doing cuties and apples and pears this week, you're going to count out 30 of them if you've got three kids for five days. Or no, no, you're not. No, you're not. That's terrible math do not listen to me 15 <laughs> three kids for five days would be 15 pieces of fruit I was still thinking of the slices of bread <laughs> um, okay 15 pieces of fruit for three kids for five days um, but I mean you can you can do math for your own family I I believe in you in your ability to do that um, so you're gonna put all of your fruits into there. Now, I recommend if you're doing grapes, um, put them in a snack size Ziploc bag, um, if, or one of those little cups with a lid would work as well. Um, I recommend if you're doing applesauce, um, I think that it is cheaper to buy a jar of applesauce and put it into those little cups with the lids if you're buying the cups with the lids anyways if you're not buying them anyways it might just be worth it to get the prepared cups that the kids will open on their own if you're doing something like applesauce or a pre-made cup of peaches or you know something like that um go ahead and take a plastic spoon and tape it right to the top um, and that'll just make it easier for your kids um, when they get to school they'll already have a spoon. You certainly don't need to do that step. Um, in my house my kids know and ha- know where the plastic spoons are and they have access to that um, and they will usually remember to grab one. Um, if they don't they know that they can ask the lunch lady or, or the lunch monitor um, for a spoon and they will be given one. So, If they're at school. Um, so all of your fruits are prepped and ready and put into your basket. And now you need to grab those veggies. Um, I recommend taking snack size Ziploc bags and counting out, just taking them out of the box and counting out how many you need. So like I said, I would need 15 for my kids, for three kids, for five days. Um, if my math is right, three times five I think is is the correct equation there. <laughs> so 15, I would be counting out 15 snack sized bags. Um, and then I would just put the box of snack size bags away and that way I don't need to keep recounting. Does that make sense? Um, once all of my veggies have sat out to dry long enough, then I can fill those Ziploc bags. Now you do not need to send as many veggies as you think you do. Now you may not think that your kids will eat veggies at all, um, which is a whole other thing, but, um, if your kids will eat veggies and you're not concerned about that. You don't need to fill the entire Ziploc, the entire even the entire snack-size Ziploc um to the brim with veggies. They will they eat a lot less than you think. So like for example, um if I'm sending cucumber slices, I might send like 5 per kid um for a day. If I'm sending slices of bell peppers, Again, like maybe four, maybe five slices of peppers. Um, if I'm sending baby carrots, five, six, maybe. Um, if you're going to put a little package of ranch in there, um, maybe they'll eat more. <laughs> I do not do that. Um, it's it's a rare occasion that I do that. If you're doing like celery, you might wanna put some peanut butter in there. Um, uh, you could even do like peanut butter and raisins as a little treat for them to make ants on a log for themselves. If you're going to do little treats like that, make sure that you put in, um, at least as many as you have kids. So, um, so I have three kids, so I would want to do at least three packages of ants on a log, right? um. I actually think that it's better to double that amount, so I have three kids, so I would want to put in six, because if one of my kids wants to take it two days in a row before the other kids even notice it's in the basket, I want everybody to have a fair shot (laughs) at getting um, the treat, whatever that may be. Um, so once all mm-hmm. of your veggies are into their bags, dried out first, remember that, and then into their bags, put them into that basket and slide it right on into your um, fridge, then you're likely going to have leftover, you're going to have more sliced veggies, leftover, um, take a Tupperware container and put them all in there and do not forget to pull those out while you're making dinner one night. Um, or, and, and what I mean by that is put them out out on the counter when kids are peckish, um, right before dinner and tell them that's what they can eat while they wait for dinner to be made or put them out on the dinner table. Um, it's a, it's there, they make great, snacks um, and they make great side dishes. So make sure that you use those fresh veggies that you paid money for. Remember that the most expensive grocery is the one that you throw away. Now the final step is to give the tour. Okay, now this is really important because once you have done all of the prep work for the, your kids' lunches, you are going to want them to know what is expected of them. And really, you cannot expect them to just start packing their lunches obviously if you've never told them how to do that um, or if you haven't told them that this is going to be expected of you starting whatever day now this might be something you want to include in your next family meeting time um, as you know like a little insert into family meeting hey let me walk you through how to pack your lunch. This is what you're going to do. And I would literally do that. Um, So no matter how old your kids are, I mean, if you have a 16 year old who has never packed their lunch before, um, you're going to want to give the tour, right? Um, So you're going to go ahead and show them these baskets that you have prepped, um, show them where they will be in the fridge, and tell them, I want you to choose however many of this and this and this. Now, make sure that those expectations are clear. They're not taking two sandwiches. They get one sandwich, okay? They're not taking two veggies. They get one veggie or whatever your rule is going to be. Another... Um, option, of course, is to add in another basket. If you have older kids or kids who eat a lot at lunchtime, if this just is not enough food for them, you may want to add one basket filled with cheese sticks um, Mm -hmm. or crackers or something like that. Um, So there's always those options. You could do gummies or cookies or some sort of dessert type thing as well. Um, And then don't forget to also show them where their milk jugs are or whatever juice boxes or whatever it is that they're going to bring for their drinks, do not forget their drinks. Show them how to pack their lunch, show them what is expected of them. I would also include in that time um, to show them how to unpack their lunch. Um, What is gonna go in the garbage? What is gonna go straight into the dishwasher? What needs to be rinsed out? all of that kind of stuff. Where are they supposed to put their lunchbox after school? Um, make sure that you're expecting enough of them. Your kids um, are probably old enough. If they are, if they are old enough to understand um, this process, they are certainly old enough to, put, to take care of their dishes after um, school after school, uh, their their dishes from their lunchbox is what I mean by that. So make sure that you give the full and complete tour and make it very clear what what day you are expecting them to start doing this on their own. If they are very young, um, like if you have a two or three or four-year-old, you may want to say, tomorrow we're going to do, l- do this together. Today I'm going to show you, tomorrow we're going to do it together, and the next day you're going to do it all by yourself, right? Now if you have a teenager, you can just kind of say, hey, listen, this is the new system here's where the things are, this is what's expected of you, and tomorrow you're going to start this, okay? But regardless of how old your kids are, make sure you tell them when they are expected to start doing this, especially if it's their first time. And that's it. If you have um, followed these five steps, then you are well on your way to packing lunches for your kids for the entire week and my hope is that it will take some pressure off of you as the parent and that it will give some ownership and responsibility to your kids so that when they are packing their lunch they'll feel proud of themselves and then when they go to open their lunch they will be able to feel that sense of pride again and also be more accepting of whatever food is offered to them because they packed it themselves. Remember Proverbs 22.6, start kids off in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they will not stray from it. This isn't the end all be all, but it is a step that's really going to help your kids to be more responsible. And I'm really, really excited to talk to you again next week as we talk about how to organize our recipes. I'm actually really excited about this one for myself as well. So until next time, keep ministering to your kids in your home. That is the best thing that you can do for them. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.